hello, welcome along. Thanks for listening. It's a brand new episode of Baffled, your favourite fact podcast. Kind of feels like a brand new series after the Nigel Awards. Uh, I, my name's Dan, I've got three facts for you. We'll, we'll look at when limping was cool, also why bus seats are ugly, and why dogs love toys. That's on my end. Mark is also here, what have you got? Hello, hello, hello. Right, okay, so, why the Empire State Building has a feature that you never knew it had. Something about shrimps. And then finally, why the Scots have stolen everything. Uh, and Connor is also here to my right. What have you got? I've got quite big biceps from carrying all my Nigel awards. But other than that, I've got uh, three pretty good facts. I've got one about Superman. This one blew my mind. Something about Sean Connery, which I just love. And a, a little Spice Girls fact for your day to spice it up. So big right bicep because of the Nigel awards. Big left bicep because you're carrying your fact bag along. Mm. And that's it. Nine facts on the way. It's a brand new baffled. Stay there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, it feels like a new series, doesn't it? Like hmm. a new season. A little bit, yeah. We hmm. are we're over a year in. We've done the the and the now annual Nigel Awards. It feels like it's a new start, but let's face it, same old nonsense. Now, how can we improve? Like we're we're all about improvements on the show. Uh, how can we improve on the Nigel Awards next year? Like, I mean, we've got a year to think about this. I feel like what? in true baffled fashion, we shouldn't deal with this question until it's about two days before the next Nigel Awards. Do you know what? I, th- I, I think looking at the Nigel Awards, we've done a cracking job. I mean, it, it runs smoothly. Yeah, there was nice ad breaks. You've done a fantastic job hosting. I picked up most of the awards. There was great speeches. I mean, overall, fantastic night. After party, 10 out of 10 as well. Yeah, maybe COVID and all that. I mean, there, yeah. were, there were there were the three of us, and it, and it was mainly us three surrounded by awards, awards, me empty-handed. Yeah, but you know, beers, 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 always fun. I think I think it um it was a fantastic event. Um, highlight for me, highlight for me was when Dan braced himself for the special mention award, and it just went to the Popeye fact. You could see him as well, can you? Face. With his little cravat on, and he was thinking, oh. My boys, they yeah. thought about me. No. He did, he was, he was there, he was like a little excited child on Christmas morning. Yeah. Of, oh, they've done something nice for me. No, 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 we haven't. Absolutely not. The I, opposite. I thought planning had gone in behind the scenes that I thought maybe you'd exchange little texts. Oh, oh yeah, we, t- planning had happened and we'd exchange texts. It just wasn't in your favour. Mm. No, that's okay. Uh, listen, we're back in the studio today as well. And what's making me laugh a lot is that <laughs> Mark's controlling the desk like he's someone trying to land a rocket on Mars. Like, honestly, it's constantly flying around left well, and I, right. I forgot, buttons, I forgot this, how loud you were in real life. Well, thank you very much. It's time for our first fact of the show. Mark, take it away. Okay, the Empire State Building Spire was originally intended 
to be an airship docking station. Now, we know airships. Airships off of, you know, the big helium balloons in the sky. These were going to be the next big thing. They were going to be huge. They were going to be amazing. And then everyone decided they weren't going to use them anymore because they were unsafe and incredibly expensive. But nonetheless, the Empire State Building spire on the top, that's what it was built for. For, to be, what, for helium airships? For helium airships. To be a place where you would get on a helium airship and you'd go, oh, go to Manhattan for the day. It would take you to the top of the Empire State Building. You would get on a ladder off of the spaceship to the top of the building. Seven minutes later, you'd be down isn't in the it, middle of Manhattan. Isn't it... It could burst, though, surely. Am I thinking of this like ridiculously no, here? I think... Well, like there'll be an opening, won't there? I yeah. Like a hot air balloon. Kind got, of yeah. It's um, that's I just, terrifying. I just think it's a recipe for carnage, and yeah. it's yes, also one absolutely. of these things. Like when 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 did they have this idea? Have you got a vague time? Uh, this is going back to like the nineteen whenever it was built. I think it was like the nineteen thirties. They had it. So back then, like their impressions of what the future looks like ain't what the future looks like. So of mm. course that's not gonna happen. You know when you see sci-fi films from like the eighties and like spaceships are surrounded by cables. There's always loads and loads of cables everywhere, where in reality, there's no cables anywhere now. Everything's wireless. It's, it's a similar thing, isn't it? Like they, they have no idea actually how the future will live, but it's terrifying. Like imagine, well, I, Yeah, I think there's a survey from the 50s where they said, what's going to happen in the future? And everyone was like, flying cars are going to happen and all of this. But only about 2% said, yeah, we'll go to the moon. Mm. Only about 2%. Th- and that was the first thing that was completed on the list. Is that just one of your surveys that you... It's just, just one of the surveys read. I cracked out, you know. Yeah. Just well, before bed, just yeah. Yeah, week on week. Well, I mean... <laughs> just read the survey from the 50s. It's, it's Nigel award-winning for admin. He yeah. Has, he um, has to do admin. Yeah, research. Someone's got to keep up with the surveys, that's all I'm saying. It's a good fact. It's, it's an interesting fact. It's a scary fact. We can understand, like, why it hasn't happened. I wouldn't want to be getting out of a helium balloon. Bearing in mind how tall the Empire State Building is. Yeah, I think that's one of the other reasons it never really yeah, I can't. took off, excuse the pun, that... Think about the amount of wind up there. It's a helium balloon and you're getting down on one ladder. Absolutely not. It's one of those, isn't it? Is there, a, ra- is there no, a radio mast you. up there now? I think there used to be radio stations in there. I think there might be a radio mast up the top of it. Is there? Mm, don't quote me. Uh, the Empire State Building. got some use out of it. I've been up it twice and it is terrifyingly high. Like, I mean, it's almost, it wobbles. Like when you, when you come out and it's windy, you can feel it moving. So yeah. the concept Is that just of, the amount of beers you consumed inside? Yeah, yeah. Well, can you imagine this as well, getting out of a helium balloon drunk? Imagine, like, what are they going to do? Oh, you, you can't drink before you come on. You know, you've been on a lad's tour of Manhattan or whatever. You're, you're yeah. on the Nelsons and then all of a sudden you're in a helium balloon at the so, top of the Empire State Building trying to ladder down. What's a Nelson? Nelson, um, Nelson, Nelson Mandela, Stella. Okay, great. Obviously. Obviously. How did we not know that? Let's be honest, that's a better fact. So I've been to the Empire State Building once, didn't go up, got told off though. Uh, You know when you get the photo done below the sign in the foyer? Yeah. Got on the desk. I like hopped up on the desk because I thought there were three of us there. It's going to make us nice snugly fit in this photo. Got my ass on the desk, was barely there. Uh, Sir, sir, I need to ask you to get down there, sir. Like, he was acting like I was the scariest person in that room. Bear in mind, the guy who told me to get down had a bloody gun. And there's just me looking like a child that's trying to get in a photo. I think the best bit of the Empire State Building is when you walk into the main entrance and there's just, like, every film that you've ever seen just floods into it, like Elf being the main one. But it's just just a film set, isn't it? It's just, like, it's so famous, that little bit. Then you go to the top and, uh, you know... It's not really anything exciting, isn't it? It's just a just, just, just couple of buildings below you. A skyline, isn't it? Nice fact. A go- uh, you know what? For a brand new series of Baffled, mm. that ain't a bad showing. 
Connor, take it away with your first fact of the podcast. Nicholas Cage, who we love. I think we was talking about National Treasure, weren't we, on a few few episodes before about how good that film was? Am I right? We did. We did mention National Treasure. Nicholas Cage, we love him. Um, did you know that he was paid twenty million dollars for playing Superman in a movie which just got shelved? Um, it, it never come out. Uh, it almost happened. Nicolas Cage was almost going to be Superman for Tim Burton's Superman Lives in 1998, but it actually never got made, but he still had the paycheck. Oh, it's a racket, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, what a life. What we're, a life. We, we're, it's all right, isn't it? We're scrabbling around here, you know, yeah. doing menial manual labour jobs of making podcasts, and look at these people. But I just, it, it, it's that world, isn't it, of like, you, you hear about it in music, you hear about it in films, it's kind of like... Any other industry, any other job where something like that happens, the money still, the money doesn't exist. It's mm. kind of like, well, with films, it's like, yeah, what, what, 20 million? Is that what we promised? Yeah, no problem. Look, we're not going to do it, but just keep the 20 mil. I 20 just, mil. I just think for these things, like, why I'd love to be a movie star isn't just, you know, everything. Isn't just living in Hollywood, lovely house, loads of money. It's more the kudos that your name can carry that. Like, imagine being Nicolas Cage and you're like, oh, I'd, I'd bloody love you to be in my new Superman film. What's it going to cost? 20 mil? Yeah, mm. sure. Imagine yeah, just having that right. weight. 20 Ima- mil. Imagine having that weight. Yeah, did did it- you carry that when the big boss came to you and said, come, mate, we need you on this podcast? Did you, what's it going to cost? Did you well, throw basically- your weight around 20 mil wise? Yeah, basically, I, I had a meeting with the big boss and he was like, look, we've got these two who are doing it, but we just need the thing. And I was like, you know, no problems. And I was like, my, I, I invoice a £1,000 an episode. Well, since, no problem. since contract was signed, yeah. it's become clear that you are... Well, you're a multiple Nigel Award winner mm. and you are the self-proclaimed people's favourite. Have you thought about renegotiating your contract to truly reflect that? Yeah. I think now that people's champion is something that I hold quite dearly, I, yeah. I, you know, I want a pay rise. Great. Week on week. And a substantial amount more than you two put together. I mean, I don't earn anything out of this, so you know what? Don't add me into it. <laughs> no, I get yours. Uh. Uh, look, I don't want to dis- this to descend into uh, a random film review show, but... National Treasure 2 with Nick Cage. Oh, what a film that is. Cracking When he, when he film. nicks the president, come on, I, I do, come on. I do just think Nicolas Cage, like, so my, my dad actually sums Nicolas Cage up right. fantastically, right? <laughs> You're going to laugh at this, but my dad's a massive National Treasure fan and a big, <laughs> big uh, Nicolas Cage fan. Oh, I love National Treasure. Oh, he's a Freemason. That's why he loves it. My dad's a Freemason. Absolutely loves it. But he um, he sums up Nicolas Cage so well. He looks good in everything. One of those guys, like Brad Pitt, like David Beckham. You know where they like wear a suit, look good. T-shirt, jeans and right, look good. They just look good in everything. And Nicolas Cage is that man. Just holds things so well. To be fair, that's not a dad opinion. That yeah. ain't a dad opinion. No, it's... See, if your mum said that, I'd be more believable. Yeah, yeah. no, it's my, it's my dad's dad, opinion. Your dad, the world's biggest national treasure fan. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. He is he's a Freemason. He loves it. Up, up Nicolas Cage. Great in kick-ass as well. Great film. Right, for my first fact of the uh, new season, it, it, you know, we love a trend, don't we? We love a fashion trend. We do. Connor, you love a fashion trend. What, yeah. what's, your, what's your favourite kind of style trend, would you say? What do you model yourself on? I think like my, my biggest trend that I enjoy is kind of like the tapered cropped jean look with like a bold sock, pretty much what I I'm mean, wearing you today. I mean, you have famously said you would die for a tapered chino in the past. Yeah, yeah, I do like a tapered chino. Uh, yeah, so, so, so have, you, but have you seen anyone that wears that and you think, you know what, that's a bit of me? Yeah. Yeah, you see, mine... I, at the moment, I'm very into my adventure clothing, you might have noticed. I look, my uh, style is kind of millets slash mountain warehouse chic. Mark's is the Disney store. Have you seen what T-shirts you're wearing Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, trends have always been big, but they've kind of gone to many different things. Uh, back in the 1800s, back in the day, people would limp to be fashionable. 
Alexandra of Denmark. She was the prince of. Uh, she was the bride of the Prince of Wales, and she had a limp. And everyone started copying her with her limp. So it got to the point where they were making their own shoes. They would make one heel higher than the other, so they didn't have to act, so they had to pronounce limp. And then it got uh, to such an extent that canny shoemakers started to make shoes where one heel was bigger than the other, just to copy this woman who had a limp. Fair enough. Surely it's easier to buy two normal shoes so you were prepared for the future and just put the limp on yourself. It's not like you need two different size shoes or two different size no, heels to be able how, to limp. that's not how fashion works. Look, I'll say this to you. We know, you know that... 90% of the t-shirts you buy will have something Disney on them. It's Why don't you fact. just buy plain t-shirts, buy iron-on Disney characters? You can save yourself a lot oh, of no, trouble. I mean, that's different. That's like saying, why don't you buy grey shoes and paint them blue? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you can put a limp on. You can easily... Like, I don't have two different size heels on. I could limp right now. Yeah, but it's a lot It's a lot of time, a lot of effort. They want to do it unknowingly. We see it all the time in Mile End. Limping. It's like a trend, isn't it? Is it? Limp drag. <laughs> that thing? Yeah, t- just the young lads, you know, their hoods up, their man bags. Oh, it's a little, the, a little the swagger. Limp, limp drag. So here's the thing with that swagger, right? You know... Like a limp drag. Yeah. You, you know what we're talking about? You know, like young, normal lads, they have a, they have a, a, a strut, don't they? Yeah. How, how much effort is that for them? To, like, I feel that you're closer to this world than I am. Yeah. How much effort do you think that is for them to put on? Yeah, it, like, it's the whole, like, roadman scene, isn't it, in London? Like, I was on the train up today, and there was a guy on the train talking to one of his buddies, and the way he was talking was a foreign language, like, mm. very street slang. Yeah, I, th- I think it's quite... You've got you to upkeep it, haven't you? I think when you meet that level of street cred, it's like, you've got you to be street. You've got, yeah. you got a limp drag. you got to, you know, man, is it? You know, like, all of that's got to come into play. From, from your translation of mm. their roadman slang, yeah. were they being horrendously aggressive to women I know that that can happen no um, from, would you have from, called them out no from my no. translation of the conversation he got rushed by three men that was what I got from it now I didn't know whether he like, was rushed on at the supermarket or whether he was beaten up yeah okay. but but the way that he was talking the way he was like, like sort of is it you know I was a bit like yeah this is probably quite bad so I moved on up to the next carriage away because mm. away I thought me wearing my current outfit could, could be a bit of a target for him as we, as we sort of exit the train yeah, you, you've got. Mm. Uh, we're talking so much about clothes here, but you have got dad gilet on. You've got dad up in the loft gilet. I've got this lovely little uh, sustainable Solas brand <laughs> gilet. <laughs> there we go. Sustainable, get that in there. Up for sponsorships as always. Right, it's time for our second round of facts. Um, Mark, what you got? Shrimps are the loudest thing in the ocean. No, no, they're not. No, they're, no. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're, no, they're not. So louder uh, than a wow. So the blue whale, it's just, it's just this nonsense the blue so whale, you can't hear him, that kind of on stuff. his own produces the loudest noise of any individual animal. However, the loudest natural noise of all is made by a group of shrimps. So it's something called the shrimp layer. So the shrimp layer is a whole load of shrimps together, and it is so loud that it can white out a submarine sonar. So basically, if you've got a submarine and you're trying to see what's around, if you've got a layer of shrimp above you, your sonar will not see above those shrimp. Equally, if it's below you, you won't see below those shrimp because the shrimp are so loud, the sonar cannot cut through it. This is, like, the ocean's a mystery, isn't it? This is what amazes me about life and about the world, is that there's so much down there that we have no clue about. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. Like, I love when you go aboard. One of my most, like, best things to do is go in the sea and, like, go see what's going on. And, like, deep sea, deep, deep, ski, deep sea diving. I've done that once before. That was incredible. Like, the ocean's just, yeah. 
like all the uh, David Attenborough stuff. It's just incredible. Well, I mean, the only thing I know about the sea, all I learn is from Mark's favourite documentary, Finding Nemo. Yeah, so, Finding. I mean, what is and this? of course the other documentary, Finding Dory. Finding Coming Dory. straight off of uh, topic of the fact deal, who is that on your t-shirt today? These are the little green aliens from Toy Story. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know. That's where we are. Yeah. Uh, but I just, yeah, I love everything about the ocean. I once went deep sea diving as well. I got face to face with like a, a turtle. Uh, love, love these creatures. Swim, swam, swam over sharks and stuff. Love all of it. Just have no clue what's going on. Wait, what was your opening line to this fact again, Mark? Uh, shrimps are the loudest thing in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's, good, it, it, it's it? a good opening line, but what it, it tricks you. Also, also, it tricks you. Do, do, you do you want the info? Here's no. what we need to remember. <laughs> no, Mark. Mark was quite rightly chastised at the inaugural. Uh, Nigel Awards for taking too much time about his delivery. That was fairly swift. Yeah, in and out. Shrimps allowed. Here's why. In new, and out. New Let's season. About new changes. Yeah. He did say the word so, but it was in a, it was in a it was in a, a, a calmer manner than usual. Oh, Usually okay. there's a big so and like all of the waveforms peak on on the recording. It's like right, brace yourself. But instead he. Is, but you know, I'm naturally in the fact position. Yeah, you are I'm slumped. Sort of slumped. I like um, it. So here's the. <laughs> Especially for you. Uh, so the oh, noise there of fact. there is more to this fact. So the noise of collected shrimp is about two hundred and forty-six decibels. Right, Mark. Right, a Mark. jet no, taking off. I'm interested in the, in the DB. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you're gonna have to tell. You have to explain that in Connor terms. Of, I'm getting there. But how how loud is two hundred and forty decibel? Like literally getting there. Right. Yeah. You, you, you. A jet taking off an aeroplane. Yeah. 140 decibels. No, it's almost twice as loud. Shrimp in the ocean, 246 How many shrimp are we talking, though, to, to create this you know, noise? Two or three or like no, 5,000? like thousands of shrimp. So it's created by them all snapping their claw at once. And this is done to, to stun prey. So people who are coming to eat them, they mm. will basically snap their claw. That puts out a jet of water at 62 miles an hour, which creates this insanely loud pop noise and it stuns prey and protects the shrimp i i assume like shrimp when they're when they're fished they're caught with like a bucket or or like uh netting you know that's probably how they do it in the boats do you reckon the people on the boats have to wear like earmuffs like because if there's a massive group under the water like surely it's gonna blow your eardrums it it has been known to cause dents in ship propellers that is how loud and powerful this noise is Mm. i think overall doubted the fact early on you said shrimp you said sea you're kind of losing me by the end of it, cracking fact. It's a, it's a sh- good fact. See, sh- the key here is patience, Connor. No, do you know what the key is? Patience do you know what the key, the key is? Listening. <laughs> Something that I'm not great at. <laughs> Listening. Uh, shrimp's one of these animals as well, like a lot of things. It's, who's seen a shrimp back, way back, and thought, I want to eat that? They do taste very good, though. Yeah, but who, they're the ugliest thing ever. I mean, I'm scared but of it. I think, you, I think most animals at some point have been eaten. Looks, I think stuff like milk is weirder because you go, oh, yeah, I'll just squeeze that out of a cow. But I think... Actually, eating just an animal from the sea, I can see that. A shrimp normal. looks like a sunburnt, shriveled. That's what it looks like. There we go. There we go. That is Dan Simpson's mm-hmm. easy to remember guide of how to notice a shrimp. Yep. If ever you fancy a shrimp, then you know what to ask for. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. I'm bigging this one up before I even get into it. This is probably one of my favourite facts ever. Sean Connery, the one and only. Had a gun pointed at him once on a film set. Actress Lana Turner, who was shooting with Sean Connery. Her boyfriend, his name was Johnny Stompanato, barged onto the set to threaten Sean Connery with a gun. The six foot two Bond actor bent his arm, making him drop the weapon. Sir Sean Connery was the real life James Bond. Right. How is that? 
your favourite fact ever. That is incredible, right? Can it's you just imagine? something that happened. No, no, no. Right. Hear this out. Hear this out. Think about this. He's on set. He's in the mode. He's in, he's in work mode. Guy barges on the set with a gun, points it at him. I got this when you said it literally two <laughs> and then, seconds. And then he, he, I've got it in my mind. I know what's happening. He goes into Don't bond confuse mode. this lack of excitement by a lack of understanding. He goes into bond mode, bends the arm, yeah. disarms him. He's a big lad. Disarms him. Yeah, he's a big lad. Like It's not a, su- Phenomenal. It's not a surprise that he's done it, but it's, it's phenomenal. not. Phenomenal. It's not. It's not. It's a cracking you know, fact. I think the thing is, <laughs> the word fact. I love it. The word fact means <laughs> things that are, you know, things that are true. Yeah. Is this a fact, or is it just a? Is it just a story that happened? Like so the one, we have all your stories, don't we, about Deirdre from back in 1980? You had about yeah, four or five different books. He's, I don't he's know. got you there. It's, he's but got it's, you there. But it's, it's uh, mine are somewhat unusual man disarming man big man bends little man's arm this is, isn't man it's not headline news this is Sean Connery yeah. Bond Trigger. imagine him all suited and booted like you know doing all of his Bond stuff like the what like that and then the guy comes <laughs> Sorry, on like, what? And, he, what the, what the? and then he disarms him bends the arm oh, phenomenal did they ever ask you to add the sound effects for James Bond? Just no, voice? but uh, yeah, you you know me easily pleased. I love this fact just because I have I have the vision. It's the vision of Sean Connery doing it and how cool he would look in the tux with the tie. Just, who are you, mate? Disarming him. That guy would feel like such a pillock. Now, come on, he'd feel like a pillock. I feel that if you if you'd have addressed that as Sean Connery is the real life James Bond, oh, that's an inline. You've cut hooked me in. Hmm. I think we could have worked on delivery. Yeah, I think we could have worked on delivery for there. a for a for a mega Nigel Award winner. Yeah. I think I think I think he's we, getting complacent. He's won his awards. Yeah, he's now like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look at the way I'm sitting. I'm just I'm slumped. You had, a, you had a big after show party for the first episode back. Yeah, I did. Honestly, just clearing up. That's what I do. Nigel Awards done it, mate. Uh, Mark, describe to me how a typical bus seat looks. Uh, it tends to be a really horrible bluey green pattern doesn't it yeah that just hides all the horribleness now Connor you're quite removed from the common man mm. when was the last time you went on a bus and sat on a bus seat uh, would have been probably about a month before lockdown so, so about a year and a bit so bus seats are dis- are that colour they are so gaudy so they can cover up how disgusting and filthy they are they've been intentionally designed to be that disgusting so dirt so rancid muck doesn't show up they've taken like infrared stuff and they've shined it over the bus nice and it just looks like you know those crime things when they go to hotel rooms oh, and they shine don't, I don't need and to they know shine that. and it's just covered in blood and jizz mm-hmm. that's what it's like on these seats and the reason that you can't see it is because they've hired a designer to intentionally make it look that yeah but buses are just a f- filth pit aren't I they? love a bus I love a bus as well and I like sitting on a bus and I love being at the top at the front of the yeah, bus yeah like you're driving it sure and yeah. especially Especially through London as well, because it's just nice being yeah, yeah. in the city. But they are just complete dives, aren't they? Like they're filthy. But that's that's amazing. It's like, amazing. They they they, they figured Clever. out they figured out what your brain doesn't like. There's kind of like second guessing the mind readingness. Yeah. And they've made them that ugly uh, to break up your eyes, so you can't figure out just how disgusting they are. Clever, clever, clever. I like I like that. I would hate to imagine if it was cream. I mean, it would be a bad move, wouldn't it? Cream bus seats. You can understand why they don't do it. It'd be just filthy, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be thick. Thick. But yeah, buses are genuine. If you've been to London, you know, American listeners, it is just dirty, isn't it? Always uh, graffitied windows scratched in. It's like like a tag, isn't it? Like Mandem Sup, you know? Yeah, yeah. Road boys as well. Road boys. Yeah, road men. I love a bus. Yeah, I love a bus too. I do like a bus. 
I like the older buses, not the newer buses, older buses. And I hate the ones with the uh, middle bit that bends. Right, we're, 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 we are, we're too much on this. We yeah. are turning people we're, off. We're, we're, we're dropping right down. Now. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Right, new season. New emails, please. We'd love to hear from you, info at baffledpod.com. You can also get in touch on Instagram, at baffledpod, and you can give us a follow on TikTok for more or less a fact a day, at baffledpod over on there. Uh, how are we doing? Depends if Dan remembers. Yeah. Uh, we've got an email in from Gillian who says, uh, Hey Mark, she knows he looks after the emails, because let's face it, admin king over here. I wanted to reach out and send a picture I took of my badge since you've been furiously asking oh, Gillian, for them. the first one! I keep it on my backpack so it travels with Gillian. me pretty much everywhere I go. Great for advertising. Gillian is a fastidious name as well. If anyone was going to stick their badge on and take a picture It'd for be us, Gillian. someone Gillian. like Gillian. Yeah. Gillian's got her admin down, that's why yeah. she's addressed I think you. Gillian's mindset was like, I'm sick of this. They keep talking about it. I just want an episode about she's like, so I'm just going to get it done for She's them. like, I'm going to take one for the team. Yeah. Going to do it. Thanks, Gillian. Uh, so she sent us a picture that she took right after working uh, with uh, youth soccer. So Let's have a look. Uh, there we so go. She's American, so she there is the badge. Soccer. Look at that. Look, I'm sorry, but I mean, it's not quite uh, the Grand Canyon in the background. No, a couple of footballs. But it's a good good looking field. So thank you, Gillian. Gillian, thank you very much for that. Uh, She says, I've been here since the beginning of your baffled journey back in March. And I love you more and more with each passing episode. You crack me up. P.S. I'd never heard of the Sooty Show, but the sweep fact of his brothers being named Swipe, Swap and Swoop was the best fact of all following the fact of Popeye's brothers being named Pipeye, Poopeye and Popeye. No, you see, Dan's right. reaction made it that much okay, better. Dan, Dan, this, you, uh, Dan, honestly, right, uh, you need to take something from this. Me and Mark love it. The, 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 the facts just, of the people, like they just, are fantastic facts. I just facts. don't think... A, a fictional character having a funny name is a good fact. Oh, cracking fact. Gillian, I'm a fan of your... I'm, I'm a fan. Right, well, thank you for getting in touch, Gillian. Um, info at baffledpod.com for your emails, please. Connor, give us your final fact of the show. Bracing yourself, lads. He's <laughs> just sitting there looking at me intently. Well, you, 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 you just the pause. It was like final fact of the show, and we were just sat there just like, is it coming? Is it coming? The Spice Girls used to be called Touch. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> 
As Breaking news! Yeah. Band has name before Ooh. other new name. Yeah, as you can tell this week, uh, there was a barrel scraping on the last fact, and, and that was the scrape off the barrel. But In I fairness, saw it. You, you did walk into the studio going, boys, I've only got two facts. I forgot to send the third. I'll find one quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but that was it. Bit of background, just from our read from, read from memory. They were signed with the track Wannabe, but with the name Touch. And they were like, this hasn't got enough spice to it in the board meeting. And then that was like, spice? I mean, this is probably more of a better fact than the actual original. Spice, you're a bunch of girls. Spice girls. Should we just move on? I, 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 I don't a, know what they'd have been called if they'd have been touch. Like, no, that's the thing. You've got the names. Oh, you're the, you're the posh watching. touch. And it's just, I just sometimes think the, like, the origin stories are sometimes a bit too hmm. nice to be correct. Hmm. Like, oh, we need a name with more spice in it. Hang on. Yeah, Spice Girls. Not sure if I'm having it. No. Well, there we go. Right. Oh, that's from a, a multiple oh. Nigel Award winner. And, yeah. I, and I, I went away from the ceremony empty-handed, by the way. Uh, Mark, give us your final fact. Okay, the Scots stole most of what they're best known for. So, kilts, not Scottish. They were invented by the Irish. Bagpipes, they're from Central Asia. Haggis was originally a Greek sausage. Whiskey is from ancient China. And the idea of clans having their own tartan back in the day is entirely a myth. But they did invent the chicken tikka masala. Oh, what? there you go. He saved There's, it. Yeah, they, he saved it. He said, I've honestly, for I was going. 95% of that, I was like, mate, you're just yeah. speaking facts. Of course, this is the case. Yeah, yeah. So, do, do you know how they managed to invent the chicken tikka masala? So, the chicken tikka masala was invented in the 1960s in Glasgow. Uh, just one of those. It was an Indian restaurant that was trying to create a new type of curry. And now, chicken tikka masala is exported from the UK to India. Mm. Um, the, uh, like, uh, we've got um, a, a, a good bunch of American listeners. I don't know how well they know what chicken tikka masala is. Chicken tikka masala is, like, probably the most eaten curry here in the UK. It is the basic white girl of curries. Yeah. That's basically yeah, what it is. It's, Korma, it's the standard. Korma, Korma is... Tough competition for that. I think chicken tikka masala is the famous, isn't it? It's yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of go for it, don't you? Boom, I don't yeah. have it, but you go it's for like it. It's like the introduction. It's like, oh, I've never had curry before. What should I have? Have a tikka masala. Yeah. See what it like. sort of ticks all of the boxes of not too much spice, but great taste. It's, in, it's the Nicolas Cage of curries. It because is. It's good very in everything. Popular, and it can can go off the walls. Yeah. Like if you get it a bit wrong, you're feeling that for days. Dan, I just wondered if you wanted to like break away from this fact and have a little conversation about Mark's connecting words during facts. The so and the but... I feel like it braces you. You get so, which braces you for the punch. The punch comes, yeah. you love the punch, and then there's but, and you're like, there's a twist in the turn. Well, what Mark does very well is his, his, structured. his cadence of delivery is very, very good. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, he dragged, I he dragged out for a little while, but you always thought, just because he was never quite getting to the end, did yeah. you know with yeah. his song, they never quite <laughs> missed the final chord, and then he goes, but, you know, it's coming. It's true. They did invent the ticket No, but I always find with Mark, after the but... That's the bit that just yeah. absolutely makes it. Yeah, absolutely. Other than the road fact, you know, you... we was waiting for the butt. <laughs> there wasn't it a butt. Ne it, it never came. Uh, yeah, you just wait till we do this live. The audience will be in the palm of my hand. Palm of your hand. Be so, and they'll be there like, oh, yeah, yeah, they'll, come be like, on. they'll be like, where's the come butt? On, Mark, come save on. Us. And then, but, oh my God, it's happening. And Mark, you will just see a bunch of people just lose their all together at the same time. I like this fact. Genuinely, I like this yeah. fact because I had absolutely no idea that Chicken Tikka was created in Scotland. Kind of blown my mind actually a little bit. Yeah, I would yeah. last place I'd expect it to be to be made, and the fact that they ship it there, there's the bit. Ship it over to India, crack him. 
we need to think if there were ever if there was ever um, a live show in, in the in the long distant future we'd have to think about a few things one we've used up all the good facts yeah that is the small worry isn't it two we would need to have we would need to book a theater with an auditorium that has bendable seating so we can have them in the ready assumed fat position Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. This would actually, like, it's got me really excited. This would work so well as a live show, is it? If we actually got to that point, what a fantastic concept for a live show. Yeah. You'd have the audience buy it. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be great. Can we just get the audience to bring their own facts? Because we're going to be struggling. Yeah, I, this up. is yeah. a concern of mine, and I, I'm so happy that we're mentioning this now. Um, we will run out, won't we, at some stage? Well, well I mean, like, you're never going to run out of facts. You just may run out of podcast-worthy facts. And, <laughs> I mean, and I mean, we're dipping and into that. And then what happens? When is we're it adios amigos? We're dipping into that now with... The Spice Girls were once called Tuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I I that, don't yeah. think that's an issue of running out of facts. I think that's an issue of Connor's uh, research and time management. Just, just, just as well to, to add on that, because this is quite funny. I actually asked you both as well, didn't I, for a fact. I was like, have you just got any in the logs in your library of facts that I can just use this 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 time around? Yeah, it was bad for me. I, I take that. If there's ever a Nigel Award for unpreparation... Uh, Storm. Why did that not happen? Why did we not have lack of preparation? Uh, because I would just I'd clear up even more. I'd be on my fifth award, mate. It's a fair point. Didn't I win more Nigel awards than you? Uh, that's because you created the Nigel Awards. What is this guy about? He's like, didn't I win more? Yeah, you yeah, literally created. I, I won worst fact, worst admin, best admin. Mark looked at the I, won, Ni- I won all the joke facts. Mark looked at the <laughs> Nigel Awards, put a nice little text into the group chat, and he was like, gents, I'm going to just sort out a running order for this and work out the fact that all of a sudden Mark's got the most amount. It's funny, isn't it, Dan? Surprise. It's funny. Last fact of the show. Thank God. Quite a brutal, disgusting one. Do you know why dogs love a squeaky toy? No. So dogs love a squeaky toy because they think it's an actual animal that's squeaking. And when they have, and you know, their their goal, like a dog's goal is to rip out the squeaker and then it will be bored of the toy. Yeah. It's because when a dog does that, it thinks it's killed the animal and that its job is done. Oh, so actually a little bit more vicious than you think they are. Yeah. I, have, you, have you ever seen the videos or, or the clips of dogs that squ- uh, swallow the squeakers? And then they're barking yeah, 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 squeaks. Yes, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I, I love that. Uh, that. Wow. So dogs it's are actually quite sadistic, vicious. Isn't it? It's quite Very sadistic. Mean, dogs descend, I mean, it's a theory, but I like the theory. Dogs descend from wolves, yeah, who, who used to do that. They used to hunt a lot. So when so it's following a dog's hunting instinct. And when the squeaker has been removed, the prey is dead and your dog's job is complete. Talking of um, wolves and talking of hunting. Where's this going? Do you know what my name means, Connor? Hunting for wolves in Welsh. What it means is... Does it, though? Yeah, does, yeah. Can does you, it? Can yeah, you get back it. in your pushchair, little Essex kid? Yeah, yeah. Don't. Connor! Yeah. Connor, get yeah. back! Yeah, or... or Dylan! Or on it. Yeah. There is that as well. Never uh, knew that. Never knew that, Dan. I always... Never knew that. Uh, there's obviously the big dog-cat debate. Don't know if you've heard of it. It's a big one. And what is the I, big dog? What, what what's the prefer? big dog cat debate? Dog you know, that everyone always asks, what do you want? Prefer dog or cats? Oh, oh right. Dogs, cats are just a waste of time. Right, see, this is my point as well. And I've always said cats are evil. Cats are just pure evil creatures. Why would you want one? I may have to rethink this argument because although my thought on cats has not changed, turns out dogs are sadistic. 
Tell you what, cats, useless pet. Oh, I don't see the point in cats. Yeah, like, anyone who has a cat, I just don't get. Yeah, useless Like, it's pet. just a waste of time. They don't love you. They're going to want cats. to kill you. Why are you talking of cats? There we go. Look, we're just just what, 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 what you didn't see, um, listeners of today, is that Dan there was zoned into something on his phone. Yeah, Me and Mark were slagging off cats because if you follow Dan on Instagram, all you see is a cat. He's a very cats, cute cats, cat. Cats, all right, sorry, there are a few things with this. So... I real there's very little else that's going on exciting in my life right now because of lockdowns. You know we're still not quite there, and I realise I put a little bit of the cat. I try and put main feed picture just one a week, story picture maybe one every couple of days. I, I am conscious because I have a friend. You put up like four yesterday. Two. I've got a friend, and I apologise for putting up two. I've got a friend of mine who's got a dog. It's a cute dog, but he's created its own Instagram. Oh, page. I hate that account, oh. which is the most annoying thing ever. Because does the he, only people that reply does he listen? I don't know. Oh, so if he does, he can unsubscribe. And he, 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 he knows this anyway. The only people that reply to the pictures that he the dog posts are other dog accounts oh. pretending to comment. Oh, so all the comments are like woof woof. Isn't it? Isn't oh. it? You look so bark bark. Isn't it you look smelly? So it's just like it's just very. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's very low, isn't it? It's just like... It's very sad. What who, a sad little life. Who is he? Who who has that much time in their life? Yeah, no, I agree. Dan, I'm like, dealing with it. But yeah, I like the way that you give me your cat. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm the owner, so I'm allowed to do this. Dogs can't operate a touchscreen phone, so yeah. can't... Put, Have it? you ever seen a dog try? So if anybody don't know they can't. If anybody on you know, if if anybody listening to the podcast right now wants a daily supply of cracking pussy pics, then just go over to Dan Simpson's Instagram and you're covered. You're so proud of that, aren't you? I am proud of that. I was thinking, I was trying to get it out. I was stuttered. The smile on your face when you said that. Uh, so my photo from Christmas after oh, Christmas. No, the first no, one we're, that, no, we're not sitting here and looking at your cat pictures. We're, we're six pictures of my cat. No one cares. What do you do? You just position it on your body. Next to what you're going to bounce no, it on the end of your foot and be like, oh, he's a kitty, kitty, kitty. That's he's what a cats cat. Do. I mean, look, this is one of a recorded a radio show. It's very sweet. So Thank crack, you very much. Cracking, That's cracking pussy. <laughs> that is it for this week's episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Well, if Connor turns up unprepared, you'll find out something you wanted to know about the Spice Girls. Also, shrimps. If, if you fancy having a shrimp, just think of a nice sunburnt, shriveled penis. And also, if you ask enough, Someone will send you in a photo of a badge. Thank you very much to fastidious and organised Gillian. Uh, we will see you next week. Remember, give us a follow on his the admin. Give us a follow on uh, TikTok at BaffledPod. Instagram, it's the same. And you can email us info at BaffledPod.com too. Uh, they're all off to go and swim with their Nigel Awards. I am off to go and say hello to my cute cat. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm going to go and look what fastidious means. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.